Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the pressing and complex topic of climate change through the lens of Jonathan Safran Foer's We Are the Weather. As an influential voice in environmental activism and literature, Safran Foer presents a compelling case for personal responsibility in the face of global crisis. He suggests that simple dietary changes, such as omitting meat and animal products during breakfast and lunch, can have profound effects on our planet's health. The author, Jonathan Safran Foer, is not new to the conversation about sustainable living. His impactful work, Eating Animals, not only reached the New York Times bestseller list, but also inspired a documentary that garnered critical acclaim and an Environmental Media Association Award. Serving on the board of Farm Forward, Safran Foer has consistently used his platform to advocate for sustainable and ethical food choices. We Are the Weather is a must-read for those who feel overwhelmed by the scale of environmental issues and are searching for a manageable starting point. This book aligns with the interests of psychology enthusiasts intrigued by what compels collective action, as well as individuals considering a vegan lifestyle and seeking the incentive to commit. Join us as we explore how our everyday choices, particularly regarding food, add up to a climate solution within reach. We Are the Weather, Saving the Planet Begins at Breakfast. Introduction. Discover the hidden culprit of climate change and empower yourself to become part of the solution. Climate change hangs over our heads like a dark cloud, looming larger with every passing day. We've scanned the horizon, reading ominous signs and sharing grim tales of a world on the brink. We recognize the beast, climate crisis, but find ourselves paralyzed in its shadow armed with a barrage of data, but no blueprint for personal action. What makes the climate change narrative so nebulous is not a lack of information. Rather, it's a deluge of figures and forecasts that muddle our understanding of individual responsibility. We wade through this informational swamp, seeking solid ground, a place where our personal choices align with global necessity. Yet, for many, that firm footing remains elusive, leaving us conflicted about our role in the environmental saga. Among the myriad environmental debates, the hefty impact of industrial animal farming wields significant influence yet slips under the radar, while our attention often floats to other forms of environmental degradation. The ecological price tag of this industry is rarely discussed. It's a hidden offender, masking the scope of its environmental footprint from public scrutiny. But all is not lost, for the path to planetary preservation may very well be paved with plant-based options. You'll unearth the surprising reality that vegetarianism, though benevolent in intention, does not necessarily carry the most sustainable badge. Instead, a more nuanced approach to diet could be the key to unlocking a greener world. While the task ahead is monumental, History whispers the potential of small acts to incite revolutions. Embark on a journey through past protest actions that, though seemingly insignificant at first, eventually crescendoed into transformative social movements. These historical echoes remind us that the power to reshape our environmental destiny may rest in the sum of quiet collective changes. 
Finally, an exploration into the heart of industrial farming exposes it as one of the world's top polluters. As we peel back the layers, the questions become clear. Can we afford to overlook this giant? What can we do when faced with such a daunting adversary? The answers lie within the reach of our forks, in the choices we make at the dinner table. With this knowledge, you're emboldened to make informed decisions. Whether through shifting dietary habits or amplifying the call for systemic change, the power to influence the climate narrative and avert its direst predictions is quite literally in our hands. Part 1. Untangle the complex narrative of climate change to ignite a collective determination for change. Imagine the power of a story with stark heroes and villains. A tale that stirs hearts and spurs individuals into action. Think of Rosa Parks' unwavering resolve on a segregated bus or Nelson Mandela's long walk towards freedom and forgiveness. Such narratives of the civil rights movement and the end of apartheid resonate because they embody clear signposts of struggle and triumph, of adversity and victory. But climate change, it offers no such narrative ease. Its story unfolds across a fragmented global stage, sprawling and amorphous. The ferocity of a storm battering New York and a Pacific island disappearing beneath the waves are both blamed on this spectral force of climate change. Yet the threads that link cause and consequence are a tangle too complex for many to see, let alone grasp. This obscurity is our undoing, as research from Yale's Cowles Foundation for Research in Economics demonstrates that humans are hardwired for specificity in storytelling. When we can visualize a singular victim, our empathy kicks in and we're compelled to help. But with climate change, where millions are already suffering and hundreds of millions are on the brink, this specificity evaporates into a haze. No individual faces emerge from the crowd and our emotional investment diminishes accordingly. Strikingly, the abstract and daunting nature of climate-related statistics carries an unintended side effect, a disconnect rooted in sheer incredulity. The scale of potential devastation borders on the incomprehensible, seeming more like the stuff of dystopian fiction than an impending reality. It's a reaction reminiscent of the disbelief that met reports of the Holocaust. The atrocity was so unprecedented in scale and savagery that the collective mind balked at accepting it as truth. Although the climate narrative currently lacks the emotional hooks that compel us to rally, this is a storyline we dare not overlook. It's crucial to bypass our emotional blind spots and engage with climate change through the lens of rational understanding. As we strive to comprehend the gravity of the climate crisis, we create our own narratives of accountability and action. Though devoid of traditional storytelling's neat arcs and resolutions, this is a tale of survival, and it is one we must learn to tell with conviction. Part 2. The Challenge of Rallying Against the Intangible Threat of Climate Change Visualize this scenario. Your child is teetering on the edge of a jungle gym, seemingly moments from a tumble. Instinctively, you bolt forward, propelled by a visceral immediate fear. This is the human brain, programmed over millennia, springing into action to ward off urgent threats to our immediate circle, like gravity's looming claim on a child's misstep. Now, imagine confronting a forewarning 
that the child you safeguard with such fervor might one day be menaced by an enigmatic beast named climate change. It paints a picture so nebulous and distant, it elicits little beyond a shrug. Our evolutionary blueprint hasn't equipped us to wrestle with adversaries we can't see or perceive to be pressing. Studies underscore our struggle with foresight. At UCLA, psychologist Hal Hirschfield found a marked disconnect when participants were prompted to envision themselves a decade hence. Brain scans revealed their neural responses equated their future selves with total strangers. This neurological short circuit renders future casting, and thus climate change responsiveness, an arduous task for our species. Regrettably, our capacity for memory also betrays us. Humans adapt so seamlessly to shifts that we fail to notice the creeping alterations in our environment. Extreme heat waves and hurricanes gain a veneer of normality with each passing year. We adjust our baseline of normal with every record-breaking event. Our mental agility and knack for handling the immediate served our ancestors well, enabling millennia of survival and triumph. But in the face of climate change, an adversary like no other, we're at an impasse. To counter this threat, we must nurture a new skill set, one that empowers us to transcend our instincts and confront the long term, to become guardians not just of our children on the playground, but of their future on this planet. Part 3. Navigating through the maze of misinformation toward effective climate action. Stepping onto the battlefield against climate change can seem daunting especially when the battle plans are muddled with misinformation. Despite genuine desires to enact change, many would-be environmental warriors are left disoriented, unsure of which direction to charge. Misdirection has roots that burrow deep. Some of the world's leading oil and gas corporations like Exxon were reportedly aware of the greenhouse effect and its potential to trigger climatic upheaval as far back as the 1950s. In a staggering divergence, these revelations were buried beneath layers of disinformation campaigns and publications designed to downplay the risks, sowing seeds of doubt where there should have been urgency. Environmentalists, perhaps in response to this obfuscation, have honed their focus sharply toward the ills of fossil fuels. This focus isn't unfounded, but it has unwittingly cast a shadow over the full panoramic of environmental decay. Consider this. Agriculture is nearly neck and neck with fossil fuels in the race of greenhouse gas emissions, contributing 24% to fossil fuels 25%. And at the heart of agricultural emissions? Industrial animal farming, a behemoth many environmental crusaders have skirted around. Take the monumental documentary An Inconvenient Truth by Al Gore which peeled back the curtain on many environmental concerns but left the meat industry's stage in darkness. It's a sensitive topic, and perhaps there's fear that pressing the case for reduced meat consumption could splinter support for environmental initiatives. The result is a staggered silence on one of the most actionable and significant methods of countering climate change. Meanwhile, we're ushered into other activities. The cultivation of trees, the use of hybrid cars, a diligent sorting of our recycling, that, while well-meaning, pack a softer punch than we might hope. The inconvenient truth that's less frequently broadcasted is that these practices pale in environmental impact 
compared to the significant benefits of dialing back our meat consumption. How then do we plot a course through these tangled messages? We must become our own advocates, wielding a critical eye against the waves of advice and ensuring that our actions don't just soothe our conscience, but instead make tangible strides in the global environmental effort. Part 4. The Two-Pronged Approach Synergizing Grassroots Movements with Systemic Change Confronting climate change feels akin to a lone sailor attempting to tame a tempest with a whisper. The vastness of environmental threats, such as big oil, casts a long shadow, dwarfing individual efforts and sowing seeds of futility. But is hoisting a sign in protest truly a voice lost in the wind? This notion of individual impotence is increasingly popular, a defeatist chant that echoes in the halls of resignation. Yes, corporations shoulder a significant share of the blame for the globe's pollution woes, but the picture is more nuanced than the broad brushstrokes would suggest. Corporations are no monolithic entities. They are comprised of individuals whose collective choices shape corporate conduct. Likewise, it's through our daily transactions, our individual tokens of currency, that we sponsor these same corporations and their practices. Stand in solace knowing that individual actions have, time and again, charted a course for corporate transformation. Consider the monumental shift prompted by some 20,000 Google employees who, in defiance of internal sexual abuse scandals, downed tools and raised voices. This domino of dissent toppled the giant stance, leading to a domino effect among peers like Facebook, Airbnb, and eBay. Grassroots activism proved its mettle in coercing the hands of industry behemoths. Grassroots efforts, however potent, cannot operate in isolation. They are one hemisphere of a whole. The bottom-up must dovetail with the top-down structural strategies. Picture the weaving of a carbon tax tapestry and government-endowed research grants into the climate action quilt. A duality of measures is indispensable. Historical narratives affirm this dualistic necessity. Polio loomed large over society a mere century past, its specter only shadowed by the ambitious resolve of President Franklin Roosevelt, who catalyzed the charge with substantial research funding. This effort minted the invaluable Salk vaccine. Yet, before the vaccine could become the sentinel against disease, it needed public trial, a call answered by two million strong volunteers, collectively adjudging its efficacy and safety. This synergy of structural support and communal participation heralded the near obliteration of polio. It is this choreographed dance of bottom-up advocacy and top-down initiative that offers the most promising blueprint for combating climate change, a dual front in which every protest cry, every legislative penstroke resonates with a common purpose. Part 5. The Hidden Environmental Toll of Industrial Animal Farming Our idyllic notions of the countryside, with cows leisurely grazing under wide blue skies, veil a stark reality. The truth is, farms, particularly those operating on an industrial scale, play a major, often overlooked role in climate change. The rise of factory farming since the 1960s has densely packed livestock into vast tracts of land, spawning an environmental debacle. One of the gravest consequences is deforestation. 
Immense expanses of forest are raised either to cultivate feed for the burgeoning animal populations or to provide grazing fields. As flames consume these wooded areas, a devastating exchange occurs. Robust, carbon-sucking trees are replaced by carbon-releasing ash heaps. It's a double-edged sword, contributing to 15% of all carbon dioxide emissions, an amount equivalent to the exhaust from every car and truck on our roads. Yet deforestation is but one piece of the puzzle. Consider methane and nitrous oxide, two gases with formidable global warming potentials that far outstrip carbon dioxide. Livestock are adept at producing methane through their natural digestive processes, which then escapes into the environment by way of burps, flatulence, and manure. Nitrous oxide follows suit, an unwelcome byproduct of animal waste. Methane can trap 34 times more heat over a century than carbon dioxide, while nitrous oxide boasts a heat-trapping capacity that's 310 times greater. The industrial leap in animal farming has inflated the levels of these gases in our atmosphere dramatically, surpassing the increase seen in the preceding two millennia. The data crystallizes an undeniable conclusion. If we hope to staunch the bleeding of our climate crisis, rethinking our dependence on animals for sustenance is imperative. But the question looms large. How do we upend such a deeply ingrained aspect of human culture as diet? Perhaps the seeds of this transformation lie not just in what we choose to consume, but also in our collective ability to adapt and innovate at the dinner table. Part 6. Embrace plant-based meals for a greener day. A practical approach to climate action. Confronting the dire environmental impacts of animal farming could evoke a sense of helplessness, but therein lies an actionable beacon of hope, the power of our dietary choices. By reducing our consumption of meats and animal-derived products like milk or eggs, particularly during breakfast and lunch, we strike a significant blow in the battle against climate change. This adjustment in our eating habits is among the speediest strategies at our disposal. The global commitment to phase out fossil fuels is a critical long game, one that, even with unyielding international consensus, would take decades to transition into reality. Plant-based dietary shifts, on the other hand, offer immediacy in action. Each plant-based meal is a vote cast for the environment, a personal commitment made manifest in the selection of tofu over beef, of almonds over dairy. Detractors often raise the specter of elitism, casting veganism as a lifestyle affordable only to the privileged. Yet this argument wilts under scrutiny. The current agricultural model lavishly allocates over 700 million tons of grain annually to raise animals for food, an astonishing bounty that could satiate hunger globally. When one considers that a third of the world's potable water irrigates these farms, the scale of inefficiency in the face of global hunger and thirst becomes clear. Shifting toward more plant-centric agriculture emerges not as an elitist endeavor, but as a democratization of sustenance. While the environmental case for a wholly vegetarian diet seems compelling, the cultural and habitual stronghold of meat eases not quickly. Meat is not merely a foodstuff. It's a tradition, a staple woven into the fabric of many societies. Proposing meat-free mornings and afternoons offers a balanced compromise. 
easing people into lasting dietary change without demanding outright abandonment of cherished customs. More than a mere compromise, a part-time plant-based diet has an unexpected edge. Research from the Johns Hopkins Center for a Livable Future suggests that a partial step away from animal products, especially during the first two meals of the day, trumps a full-time vegetarian lifestyle burdened by dairy and eggs in terms of carbon footprint reduction. Ultimately, it's about finding a sustainable middle path that respects both our planet and our palate, a stride towards securing a livable future, one breakfast and lunch at a time. Part 7. The window for prevention has closed, but our resolve should not waver. Our planet, once perceived as a bastion of inexhaustible wealth, is revealing its vulnerable truth. It operates on a finite ledger of resources that we, as global citizens, have overdrawn. Since the dawn of the 1980s, humanity's grasp has exceeded the Earth's ecological reach, stripping it of forests and the natural assets that once buffered us against our own excesses. The result is a chilling descent into what scientists term runaway climate change, a cascade of self-propagating ecological upheavals beyond our command. Take the melting polar sea ice, an event that begets its own acceleration. As ice recedes, it uncovers expanses of darker ocean waters that eagerly drink in solar heat in stark contrast to the ice's reflective shield that once tempered Earth's temperature by casting sun rays back into the cosmos. What remains is a feedback loop, a relentless exchange of ice for heat, auguring an increasingly warmer world. The harbingers of this warming, devastating storms, scorching heat waves, treacherous floods, are no longer projections but stark realities reshaping life on Earth. With each passing calamity, the temptation to succumb to defeat grows stronger, to yearn for an escape to the stars, perhaps to Mars, in search for a fresh slate. Yet, in this pivotal moment, our paradigm must pivot from escapism to ethical action. We stand as custodians of the generations yet to dawn, who will inherit the earth we leave behind, their prospects tethered to our present choices. What's more, we bear a moral duty toward those in impoverished corners of the globe, whose minimal contributions to the maelstrom of climate change ill reflect the disproportionate weight of its consequences that they endure. Humanity's unique mantle is the capacity to act upon ethical imperatives, to make choices that transcend the immediacy of raw instinct. It is upon the altar of such choices that history will appraise us. As we face the specter of climate alteration, our legacy will be carved not by the withdrawal we might crave, but by the endurance and stewardship we elect to uphold. Final Summary we stand on the precipice of understanding and action when faced with the ever-intensifying reality of climate change. This phenomenon, cloaked in a labyrinth of causes and catastrophic potential consequences, challenges us to grapple with its complexities, to find the hard truths behind the alarming statistics. We must marshal the power of rational thought to acknowledge this crisis, for emotional disbelief will not turn back the tide of impending change. Central to the climate conundrum is the outsized role of industrial animal farming, 
a sector marred by its significant contribution to global warming, yet often overlooked in conversations about environmental stewardship. If we aim to truly make a dent in the climate catastrophe, we have to reconsider our dietary habits, specifically our consumption of meat and dairy products. A simple yet profound adjustment to our daily routines emerges as a beacon of proactive change. Abstaining from animal products during breakfast and lunch. This shift may seem small, but en masse, it has the potential to significantly reduce our collective carbon footprint. As we forge ahead in the shadow of vast environmental challenges, it's clear that our individual choices resonate far beyond our plates. When we opt for plant-based nourishment, we not only savor our meals, but also sustain our planet. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.